0: Well, hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Parentwise with Monica Irvin. I'm Monica and I am so glad to be back with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I've been away for a little while. Y'all, I just can't do podcasts during convention season. I always think I can, and it just doesn't go that well. And so, convention season is over. I've had a little break. And I am ready to share some great things with you in the coming months, starting today. My name is once again Monica Irvin. I have a company called The Etiquette Factory. I have been teaching etiquette, well, it feels like forever, but really about 15 years now. Etiquette and life skills. And I hope you take the time, if you never have, to visit the Etiquette Factory website and check out our wonderful resources for both children and adults. But right now, I'm excited to share with you a topic that's been on my heart lately. And that is, what do we do when our children's hearts are broken? I know we have all experienced watching one of our children, well, watching their heart be broken, whether they're four years old and someone won't play with them on the playground, whether they're 13 years old and they have a really heartbreaking day with friendships at school or at church, whether they're our adult children and life is not going as they planned. We're going to talk about what can we do. I know you already do wonderful things and this is probably not news to you but I just wanted to review some things that I have found are not only helpful to my children but helpful to me when I'm going through my child's heart being broken. Because as you know, when our children are sad, um, we're sad. And it's one of the most difficult, I believe, most difficult parts about parenting is sometimes just having to watch our children suffer with a broken heart and feeling like there's little we can do about it. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I guess as you already know, regardless of who we are, when our heart gets broken, what do we want? What do you want from your friends, from maybe a family member? When your heart's been broken, Think about that for a moment. The last time, which maybe is today, that you just are feeling so sad about something that's happened, something that you've learned, some bad news, some difficult news. Granted, I guess if we did have a magic wand, which we don't, We would just make it go away. But besides that, what do we want? What do we want from the people around us? I would imagine you're a lot like me and I don't expect people to solve my problems. I don't expect people to just make my problems go away. I don't think someone's going to say just the perfect words to me. That's going to make my sadness just turn to complete ecstasy in a matter of moments. Those are unrealistic expectations. And I don't expect that. And honestly, I don't even need it. But what feels good and what does Help is when I have friends or family that share in my grief. It means when I cry they cry. It means when I express sadness, they also sincerely express sadness because of my sadness. It means that I can tell that those who love me grieve with me and because of that it strengthens me to know how much people care about me and that even though we might not be able to immediately fix the sadness just knowing That there's someone there who is very mindful of what I'm going through. It helps, doesn't it? I think what's hard for us as parents is when our children are really little, we do fix their (laughs) boo-boos. We put a band-aid on. We clean up their scuffed legs and knees. We run in when they're yelling for mommy and daddy when they've just had a nightmare and so we're able to really repair damage and we're able to stop a crying child because we pick them up and begin loving on them because we go lay in the bed with them and so I think during the early years of our children's lives, we kind of get used to fixing everything that they struggle with or at least a lot of the things. But then as they age and as they mature, it seems like the things that they face are a little more difficult to fix and pretty soon, we, mom and dad, start learning that we can't fix everything. That we can't make one of their school friends play with them or be their friend. We can't, we can't make our children feel a certain way just because we tell them to. And that's when it starts getting more difficult for us as, as parents when we learn that not everything is in our control when it comes to our children. But there's good news, parents. The good news is, this is no surprise to our Father in Heaven. This is His plan for us, for your children. It's not our job, it should not be our goal to fix every heartache that our children face, to heal every wound. The truth is, it'd be prideful of us to think that we had that power within us. We don't, of course. There's only one person One person that truly can heal all things, truly can soften all things, can repair, restore all things, and that is Jesus Christ. But there are some things that we can do. We can comfort our children we can make sure they know that they don't suffer alone. And most importantly, we can point them to the one who can heal them. We're not here, nor are our children here to escape pain. I think we can avoid a lot of pain in our life by following the savior, but even with the best of intentions and with great effort and with really consistent good decisions, we cannot escape pain. Number one, because we all sin and sin, I don't care what you do, leads to pain in one way or another. We suffer because of others' decisions that's out of our control. Sometimes we're an innocent victim to someone else's uh, bad decision, and that can bring pain. We also live in a fallen world. In this fallen world, there is disease. There is um, illness. Um, There are imperfect things about our earth. There are natural disasters. There are all kinds of challenges and trials that we face just because we live on this earth as human beings. And so there is no way to escape pain, all pain. And so because that's the case, and because this is part of God's plan then surely we've got to ask the next question. And the question is, if we cannot escape pain, and obviously pain is a part of God's plan for us, then why? Why would he want us to experience pain, to experience broken hearts, to experience sadness, well, I don't know that he actually wants us to. It's just that he knows we need to. The same thing you know when you're looking at your child and you know they're getting ready to learn a difficult lesson, but you know that it's a necessary lesson, that it's a lesson that will pay off in there for the greater good of our children. We are here on this earth to learn how to use our painful experiences for good. I know you've already done that. Because you have experienced specific pain in your life, those specific pains have helped you to have more empathy and compassion for others who experience the same kind of pain. And I hope you've used what you learned from your own personal experience to bless someone else's life. You all, if we protected our children from all pain, they would never experience the joy of helping someone else get through theirs because of their own experience. It's a unique experience to be able to help someone knowing that you were uniquely qualified to help that person because of your own experience. I absolutely have experienced that many times and it feels good. It makes the pain that I've gone through seem like there was a purpose in it, a greater purpose. That, that pain was used for greater good. We're here to learn how to better comfort others. If your children never experience pain, how would you be able to comfort them? How would you be able to have these tender moments with your children? where you can help comfort them we're here to learn how to overcome pain so that we know we can and of course we can with the Lord's help if we if we never came through difficult circumstances and made it to the other side how would you and i ever know that we could how would our children know that they can overcome if they never had to overcome anything i my children are young adults i've lived a little bit longer than them And I have come through some difficult circumstances like you have. And it's why when my children come to me and say, Mom, how am I going to do this? And when they're feeling so discouraged, that I have absolute confidence and can assure them you will. You absolutely will. I know sometimes when you're in the middle of the darkness, You can't even see the light because you're just buried by the darkness. But in those moments when you can't see the light, there's those of us that have been through it and we can see the light. And so we're going to let you borrow our light and trust in our assurance that the light will return until you can get a glimpse of it yourself. You all, you and I, have learned these truths. Your children, it's essential, and it's for their benefit that they learn these truths as well. Because they're becoming parents. They're going to need to be the person for their children that you and I are for them. They wouldn't be able to be those parents if they did not go through difficult things. It's part of how God is molding them into becoming more like him. We are here to learn who the Savior is And what his role is in our life. If we never were so broken, why would we ever need a Saviour to save us? If we were never lost. How would we know we need to be found? If we were never heartbroken, how would we ever be able able to appreciate when our heart was healed? It's the only way to truly learn the magnitude of how much we're loved by our father in heaven what can we do when our child has a broken heart parents we can be there for him we can be a comfort We can be a place of a respite from the world, a kind and soft place to land. But what we need to remember is it's not our job to heal our children. You couldn't if you even wanted to. It's not our role. And so what has helped me as I have watched my children go through difficult things is to keep in perspective why my children are going through difficult things and to remind myself that Heavenly Father is aware of them and knows about their pain. And it's not just up to me to fix their pain. It's not up to me to figure out how to get them out of their pain. It's between my children and the Savior. Now, I can influence them. I can remind them of who the Savior is and what his role is. I can give them passages of scripture to read i can pray for them oh you all praying for our children to me is the most powerful thing we will ever do for our children we can do those things and then we have to wait on the lord And remember that the Lord's timing is perfect and we have to trust in the Lord that he is mindful of our children I know it's painful to watch I know it is we can also really listen and I mean really listen to our children How do our children know we're listening? Well, first of all, we're looking at them when they're talking to us. Every now and then, it might be wise to repeat back what they're saying. You know, we might say something like, So, honey, let me just make sure I understand how you're feeling. You feel that when this happens or this happened and it caused you to feel this way. Do I understand you right? We can take them to lunch. We can send a card. We can send flowers. You all, those things matter. When I get a note in the mail, someone who's just taken the time to find a beautiful card and just simply writes how much they love me and are thinking and praying for me, it makes me smile on the inside and the outside, and I feel like I'm not alone. We can spontaneously take them to lunch, fix them a special meal. All of those little acts of service, they do matter. When I have parents come to me and they're so worried about their children You all, I'm not about to tell you that I don't worry about my kids. Of course I do. I try not to. I try to just trust in the Lord and have faith. But of course I worry. It's not that I worry about how things are going to end. But it just breaks my heart when my kids' hearts are broken. And I do cry when they cry. A lot of times I don't cry at the same time but usually afterwards i do <laughs> because i try to be strong but i'm not always strong really what i wanted to share with you this today i just wanted to remind not just you but to remind myself too that Helping our children when their heart is broken is just being there. If you think that it's up to you to figure out how to solve their heartache, how to mend their broken heart, I want you to know that you're going to become very discouraged frustrated. You're going to feel overwhelmed. When you start feeling those feelings, experiencing being overwhelmed, being discouraged, I want you to remember what I said, because that is a signal to you that you are trying to do something that you were not created to do. It's a signal that you're trying to do and take the role of the Savior. Heavenly Father has never asked you and I to do more than what he has prepared a way for us to do. He's given us the ability to comfort our children, to love our children, to be there for our children, to give wisdom to our children, to share with our children. And that's why we can do those things. And those things don't overwhelm us. We know how to comfort our children. But just remember that giving comfort, giving love, doesn't mean that our children or their problems are going to be solved just because we comfort them. Ultimately, it is between them and the Savior how and when their hearts will be healed, how and when and the steps they're going to take to overcome their hardships. It has helped me to remember my role and to do my best to remember the Savior's role in my children's lives. Thank you again for listening. I am excited to share with you my plan is to release a podcast every other week bi-weekly and I will always send an email out so if you are not on our email list uh, please go to the etiquette factory website and sign up to be on our newsletter of course subscribe to the podcast and you will always be notified And I would sure love it if you would share our podcast with anyone that you think would benefit from listening. Once again, thank you all. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye.